We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so uh, guests got a little, uh, <laughs> dude. A little, uh, okay, there, I there swear on my life. Okay, this draft is working out great. Yeah, so this draft is crazy, man. This draft is crazy. Uh, the fact that potentially both Miles Murphy and Nolan Smith can be on the board here at twenty-one uh, is insane to me. So, um, Tyler, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts here right now? As we're, I know we, we haven't had a chance to pick each other's brains with the with the guests coming in, but uh, what are you thinking right now? I don't know what to be thinking. So, okay, <laughs> just for like context for the board, like for me, and I, I get why they wouldn't go corner, but Joey Porter Jr., Nolan Smith, Miles Murphy, JSN, Brian Branch, and Dalton Kincaid all have first-round grades for me, and I believe we're the same in that regard, I think. Um, and they're all available. Now, I get the whole trading back thing, um, I don't, I don't know, man. It's like, I, does Baltimore jump Seattle or jump the chargers? You know? Oh, for a corner, no, no. I think they would. I'm just saying for a corner like, where those receivers. Yeah. I think that's maybe something to consider. Um, I don't know, man, but like me personally, as happy as I would be for one of these offensive players, not named JSN, like Smith Murphy, but then like JSN is right there. And, and that is the yeah. one player, honestly, that I, I just think the Chargers look at that and go, Josh Palmer, you are our future Mike Williams. Um, yeah, well, we're, we're putting JSN out there because he's the best yeah. receiver in the draft. I mean, we were kind of just operating under the assumption that JSN would be long gone at this point. I mean, people were talking about him as like, early as number 10 number 11 so this this board could not have fallen better for the chargers and i know like i probably would pick one of the pass rushers right here adams is announcing something oh that's not about the. i thought they were gonna like announce the trade or something um so yeah man i think this is I am hard pressed to like pass on some of these guys. Like, I mean, there's JSN has a first round grade for me. 
Joey Porter Jr. has a first round grade for me. Miles Murphy has a first round grade for me. Obviously, Dalton Kincaid, too. Like, there's four legit first first round grades here. And uh, maybe that's prime trade back territory, right? Because you can maybe get one of those guys later on. So this is this is tough though, man. I like Jackson Smith and Jigba on this offense. That would be that would be filthy, man. That really would be filthy. We got 30 comments going on right now. I'm I'm in the banner stab now because I definitely don't want to have anything spoiled. Um, yeah, I'm so, waiting on the Seahawks pick. As soon as they announce their pick, I'm out of here. Um, in what terms do you mean of you're out of the, here? The comments, the comments. The oh, comments, the comments. Like, okay. I'm switching yeah, yeah. to banners. Um, gotcha. I'm already in the banners. We got 35 comments that I haven't read. So, um, again, please, if you're uh, in the chat here, please do not spoil the pick for those who uh, are trying to watch live. So, um, just try and be a little bit patient if you can to react in the chat, especially with the Chargers pick. Well, we got some Seahawks fans and Niners fans going at it on TV. Like a fight? Or... No, not really. They're just like talking shit to each other, though. Please. Okay, so the pick is still not in for the Seahawks. Is this a Will Levis spot? Okay, pick oh. is in for the Seahawks, so... Okay, so the Seahawks are sticking and picking. So pick is in, which means the Chargers are uh, technically on the clock. clock. Man, this board could not have fallen any better for the Chargers, though. Like, this is, I mean, we got two running backs, a linebacker. This is crazy. All right, we still got uh, ESPN showing the, the desk right now. So I think we're still a couple of minutes away from them announcing it. Showing the Seahawks war room right now. Okay. 72 I'm, unread comments right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm switching to banners. I'm not looking in the comments, so I have no idea. Appreciate you guys, man. We got uh, 575 people in the chat right now. So uh, this has been awesome. Hopefully you enjoyed the guest this year. That was our final guest. Arjun's going to hop on in a little bit here. Um, you know, I wanted to mix it up a little bit. So hopefully you guys got some good insight into this draft class from uh, Brentley, Daniel shane as well as billy earlier today so can't thank them enough for uh joining us tonight hopefully you guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed that all right espn still talking don't see goodell just yet <laughs> popper gave the wrong pick <laughs> oh no for the seahawks or for the Seahawks. No, I have no idea about the Chargers. Okay. All right. They're, they're going to go to commercial break right now? They would go to commercial break. Yeah, they would. They would. They would. But that's, that's a good sign, I think. Isn't oh, no, it? no, no. They're not going to commercial break. They're going, they're about to show Goodell, I think. Oh, my gosh. Which means they're going to go on commercial break right on the Chargers are picking. Freaking classic. Okay. Here comes Goodell. Looks like we're going to have a guest announcer again. Or several guest announcers. Right now. Oh wow! Bunch of football players. Do you want to like pull up a chair and sit over here? Seahawks are champions of growing the game of football at the youth and high school levels. Joining me on stage well, are um, local boys, tackle football players, and local girls flight players who are pioneers in flight <laughs> football growth. <laughs> These young men and women embody the NFL values of respect, integrity, Hi, 
and responsibility to their teams. Switch the switch the headphones, you guys. Your accomplishments and your academic and football careers. Now, there you go. The selection, please welcome. I wasn't sure if he wanted my, my ear phone in his ear. With the 20th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks select Jackson and Jigba. Wow. All right. They didn't announce Smith and Jigba. They just said in Jigba. We got some technical difficulties going on with Tyler and Arjun right now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Are you guys good? <laughs> yeah, he just keep, he turned off the lights. Um, good Oops. thing I'm wearing pants and such. All right, man. Both Miles Murphy and Nolan Smith on the board right now. This is this is crazy. I've I've emotionally hedged with a bet on Michael Mayer. Yeah. So you know what? Hey. I'm I'm ready. God. I, I think Michael Mayer is a really good football dog. player, but then taking. Um. <laughs> Then taking Mayer over these two edge rushers. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Let me make sure I get out of that Twitter. Okay. So we are all going to find out at the same time. I see 600 viewers. I appreciate you guys being here. I just won't be able to talk to you at all until I hear it from Steven's iPad. Yep. Jeez. I'm not even checking the chat. So we got 138 comments to catch up on. <laughs> okay, you gotta go this way. I'd be like I'd be okay if they traded down also because yeah, they're like you still have Murphy, Smith, Zay, Porter, Banks all on the board. Like if they want to trade down with the Jags or with the Giants, I'd be okay with that. But like you stick and pick here. I think you trade down for offense or stick and pick for defense. Yeah. That's kind of how yeah. I feel. Yeah, 100%. With Porter and Banks and Murphy and Smith on the board right here, mm -hmm. yeah, I think you got to go defense right now. If you if you trade back, Ravens are definitely going to go corner. I could see Giants trading up to go corner. Like Vikings should probably go receiver then. Mm -hmm. Like if Maybe. you trade down, like if you trade down, you still could land one of the edge guys. But yeah. You think maybe this is a spot where they could trade down with the Giants? Maybe Giants come up and get a corner right here. Yeah, I, I think you could. You can get like, Mayor at twenty-five. <laughs> Tyler, I'm just saying. But, Baltimore, Minnesota, Jacksonville. Yeah, and I mean Shane does come from Buffalo, where like you know Brandon Brandon Bean trades up, trades up more than he trades down, so like it wouldn't like be completely out of the picture, but. I, like, I'm okay if they stick and pick here just because they, they have guys. No, you definitely have options here. With the pass rushers, like, I mean, when there was a chance that neither of these guys were going to be on the board here at 21. Yeah. So the fact that you could make your pick of Nolan Smith and Miles Murphy, that's yeah. insane value to me. And this would be, again, you know, Telesco just, you know, playing the board, chilling and letting a great player fall to him again. So, uh, you know, maybe that's the pick. Maybe they end up uh, training down. We got four minutes left on the clock here. So, six hundred thirty-three um, people in the chat, man. We haven't mentioned Jordan Addison yet. I think that is I worth know. mentioning. But at this point, like, gotta go edge. Yeah, if you're sticking and picking, I think you do the edge rusher. I think you can trade down potentially and still get one of the wide receivers. There was so much smoke today about all of these receivers going in between the top fifteen, yeah, top Schrager. twenty, Schrager's and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba as wide receiver one at. 
uh, pick number 20 is just kind of crazy, man. Still have more running backs and wide receivers, man. <laughs> it's still a thing. Whoever Who said that again? Uh, Schrager also. It, was, it wasn't the tweets. It was what he said on NFL Network. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. We got three minutes left for the Chargers, showing some nice uh, Josh Palmer, Asante Samuel Jr. highlights right now in the background. Looking great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so nervous for this one. I'm surprised, <laughs> I'm surprised they this haven't is, gone to add. Yeah, I know. Well, don't jinx it. <laughs> I'm just getting All this right, out there. Is, of- pick is in for the Chargers, y'all. Pick is in for the Chargers. Whew. I... Like Tyler, I feel like this is definitely the most wide open I think the Chargers draft has ever been. And, uh, you know, they could go in any number of directions right here, and I would not be surprised. Yeah, I have, again, one, two, three, four, five first-round pick kind of players available. Yep. I mean, could be six banks. I mean. Butterflies, man. Butterflies. To be, to be fair, I, I'm happy really with whoever they take here. I just have certain yeah. tiers of happy. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of great options for them for them on the totally. board right now. No, you you help Justin Herbert, or you t- either you're either going to help Justin Herbert right now, or get a first round grade kind of defensive player, like yeah. a premium defensive a, yeah. player, or you're helping Justin Herbert. And this is assuming yeah. Telesco doesn't reach, which I, I don't think <laughs> he, he, he doesn't know, but he doesn't do that. He doesn't, very, he doesn't do that very often. All right. All right. Why are they showing Will Levis right now? They're talking about quarterbacks? Like, come on. That'd be funny. <laughs> Did you see that there was a certain mock drafter out there that had a hen and hooker going to the Chiefs? I wonder who that yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about this. Okay, almost at 700 people, man. Uh, I appreciate you guys. There's 218 comments for me to read that I haven't read yet. All right, they're showing the showing the war room right now. So I would imagine the pick is about to be announced. There's uh, good old Dean Spanos, Tom Telesco, Brandon Staley. Oh, wow, okay. Hopefully they show the interviews people also. Don't, why are you looking at your phone right now, man? Sorry. Bro. They do this like, okay, here we go, here we go. I just made Arjun more nervous, but I just showed him. Why do we got to talk about that, Mike Greenberg? No, ESPN, no. Come on. It's frozen. Shit. Okay, well, we're going to get it on our TV then, I guess. <laughs> hey, unmute yours, unmute yours. Go, go, go. Okay, go. Then oh, yeah, you- we're back. Wait, we're back. We're back. Quentin Johnson? I called it so hard. (laughs) I was right. Called it so hard. Oh, my. Quentin Johnston. Okay, so that, I mean, again, that does lean towards a kind of player that they do need on their roster that does fit their physical prototypes. Like they go over this receiver that doesn't fit their size. So that makes sense. But that's definitely a surprise there. I am shocked right now. I'm not. 
I, I'm not shocked. I'm just shocked considering who was on the board. Okay. But... If you told me Nolan Smith was on the board, I'm yes. less excited for right. Quentin Johnston. But, yeah, I mean, when Arjun tweeted the RAS thing the other day, I mean, you talk about that. You talk about what this guy can do yards after the catch. Um, yeah. Just didn't surprise me. He's a more natural fit for what the Chargers want to do than Addison or Zay Flowers was. Um, and I know there's groups of people that don't want to hear that, but like, this is how Tom Telesco evaluates wide receivers. And I, I don't hate the pick. Um, no, in me neither. Of, in terms of the player you are getting. I'm prepared to get ratioed. No, that's fine. I mean, if, Okay. Obviously, Quentin Johnston wasn't my favorite guy available um, in terms of wide receiver or overall player. I will say it's at least encouraging that the Chargers went out and got someone who, if utilized like his strengths are supposed to be, you can go ahead and add something to your offense that you don't currently have, um, which is sort of how I maybe would have seen someone like Mingo. But um, so, I mean, this indicates to me that you're probably. Getting rid of Mike Williams for Josh Palmer next year. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Quentin Johnson was lower for me than than you guys, but I will say, from like a positive standpoint, like I think you can do some similar things with Quentin Johnson that you that Kellen Moore was able to do with CeeDee Lamb. Um, again, not saying that Quentin Johnson is CeeDee Lamb, but the way that you can isolate Quentin Johnson and get him uh yards after the catch opportunities. You know, I think that's the vision here. Like, I think there's a lot of Chargers fans who are going to make the comparison to uh, Quentin Johnson and Mike Williams. The players are completely different stylistically. This is not this is not a jump ball guy, deep ball guy. I think for me, the vision with Quentin Johnson is horizontal rounds. You get him on slants, you get him on overs, you get him on 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 drags, on digs, uh, jet sweeps, and you let him grow the rest of his game after that. So. Um, like there's going to be a lot of negativity. I see it in the chat already. This is, this is not what I would have done for sure. Um, but I think with Quentin Johnson, you get a lot of the things that a lot of fans were asking for in terms of his yards after the catch ability, in terms of his athletic mm -hmm. profile. I do think he's significantly faster than what his 40 time asked uh, or his 40 time displayed at the combine. Mm -hmm. Um, or it might've been at his pro day, but this is a bet on athletic traits and this is yeah. a class that um has a bunch of small guys and i get it like everybody wanted zay flowers or jordan addison but uh you know quentin johnson just checked more boxes for them from a physical profile standpoint yep and i think you you give this guy a chance to develop and i think he's got an incredibly high ceiling um there's just a lot of risk here too like that's that's the thing for me I, i'm not sure if i would have made this bet on the the risk of of the things out of all the wide receivers, this is the one I would have taken. Throwing Nolan Smith in there, no, I would not have made this decision. But yeah. with this pick, I mean, he's he's the highest potential guy. Yeah, and they're certainly betting on that. So the good news is whatever the Chargers decide to do on offense, they have added a new dimension they do not have to their offense, like good or bad. Now, he again, we have to catch the football, right? Um I'm fascinated with this idea that maybe they also believe that Keenan Allen is more of an outside guy, potentially at this point, um, 
because he can win outside. And so they put him more on the outside and Quentin Johnson is more your slot guy, move around sort of guy. I don't know. You, you can do a lot with this group. So, yeah, I think from a long-term perspective, like Tyler's talking about, you know, next year you probably have Keenan, Josh Palmer, Quentin Johnston. I mean, everybody wanted a wide receiver. Like this is, this is, you know, a group that you're going to really have a, a ton of potential with to work for with, mm -hmm. with this kind of group and, you know, create some mismatches on offense. Like I, I, like Alex was saying, I think from a wide receiver perspective, I get why you would take Quentin Johnston. I think we're all just kind of on the board that we wanted one of the pass rushers, maybe a trade down or something like that. But I understand why you would want to draft Quentin Johnston. I don't love the pick, but I get it. I like it. I support it. Mm -hmm. I think you can do a lot of fun things with Quentin Johnston that you didn't have outside of Johnston on this roster. Yeah. I, I also do think that partially you do have to, I think you do have to wait to all, I mean, copium right here. It is massive copium. I am curious if there is something up with Nolan Smith and Miles Murphy because both of them are sure. still not taken. Sure. Um, again, not that the Chargers, I mean, obviously they didn't feel like they needed to take an edge rusher here, but I, I am curious at this point. Um, you don't test like and, and play like both of those guys and then have Will McDonald go over you, in my opinion. Um, I assume they couldn't trade back because the Ravens and Vikings probably would have taken Johnston. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yep, uh, maybe. I mean, look, yesterday in our Discord, like, we talked about it. Like, Chargers to take a receiver got steamed all the way to, like, minus 200. Quentin Johnston specifically to the Chargers became plus 170. And, you know, Chargers don't really leak a lot of stuff. So, like, I was, like, a little bit skeptical. But, like, yeah, I'm with Alex. Like, I, I'm not really surprised, like, they did this. Like, I think it was, like, a couple of weeks ago I put out that table looking at athletic thresholds for the Chargers that they give at receiver – Quentin Johnson was one of the few that had at least six thresholds, you know, compared to the receiver averages or higher. The other two were um, Cedric Tillman and Jonathan Mingo, right? So, like, he fits everything they look for. You, you compare him to Josh Palmer, especially. He's three inches tall. He's two inches taller. He's two pounds heavier. His his arm length is, like, 0.5 inches longer. One. 0.01 faster uh, 40 yard time and he just jumps much higher so like he just fits what they look for and again like as much as we'd like we wanted to believe like kellen moore coming in like they're gonna go with a new prototype like they're gonna have a new set of receivers like this is still the same scouts these are the same scouts that have been in this regime so as much as like everyone wanted them to take jsn or zay or like an addison he they never fit the profile like they never did right and like I didn't think they would take Johnston because I thought, you know, they they just had a lot of height and they didn't they didn't have the need to go with another guy, but it, it just and everything lined up. So I'm not like too surprised, um, you know, especially like Johnston. He competed well in like in this in the national like the college semifinal game against my Michigan Wolverines. So like sure. obviously in what he can do when he has the ball in his hand, and it, it is exciting when he can do when he's given the ball in space. But, yeah, it's just like I, I wish they would have taken an edge because now, like, uh, you have to you have to be able to find one on day two. Otherwise, it, I feel like you're not going to find one at all. So I don't I don't hate the pick and I'm happy it's a premium position and they didn't go tight end. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I, I so, wonder... sorry, sorry, Alex. The Ravens just went with Zay Flowers. Just uh, oh. just announced. Wow. So. I'm sure people will be very normal. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I was just gonna say, I wonder if the fact that the edge run didn't really start makes them think that they can get like uh, Felix and Adika Uzama or somebody like that on like a yeah. team. Well, then you could say the same thing for the wide receiver. Well, I guess no, you think Baltimore was taking but they, one. They've taken yeah. Quentin Johnston now. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Right. It is. Yeah. I mean, we got three receivers in a row. So, like Alex is saying here, I think you probably get some intel that you're playing the board here. You know, Ravens go receiver. Like, theoretically, if you pass on a receiver at 21, Ravens go receiver. Maybe the Giants go receiver. Chiefs go receiver. You know, and uh, you're kind of left – SOL, maybe Jonathan Mingo goes at like 35 in this kind of instance. Yeah. So, uh, like, I understand, like, there's a lot of negativity out there. And again, I think there's uh, definitely some things to be concerned with Quentin Johnston, but he mm -hmm. has the highest upside of, of any receiver in this class for me. Like, I, I think there's definitely some risk there, but you're betting on the traits, you're betting on his ability as a yak player. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is something that uh, Arden's guy, Tej, pointed out. You know, the, the league is really, uh, kind of moving towards that yak role at receiver and Quentin Johnson was significantly better than anybody in this class in terms of yards after the catch ability. So again, like everybody's going to miscast him as, as a Mike Williams. Yeah, that's no, not, that's not. not who Quentin Johnson is. I think Quentin Johnson is how the, the Cowboys use CD lamb when he was a rookie and Amari Cooper was on the outside. I think that's what you're doing with Quentin Johnson. You're doing a lot of short routes, a lot of intermediate routes, getting the ball in his hands and letting him go to work. So mm -hmm. um, this is something the Chargers didn't have. And I think also if you lose Mike Williams, you know you can have Quentin Johnson back here uh, to kind of step in and fill that role too. So yeah. um, I get it. Like I would have loved one of the edge rushers too, but you got to play the board. You got to be able to bet on traits. And we know that that's something Tom Telesco has consistently done. So uh, I like it. I like the pick. I don't love it, but that's yeah. where I'm at. I just wanted to say what Steven tweeted yesterday, which was that if you were going to draft Quentin Johnston, whatever team did, you want to not have him in that Mike Williams role. You don't want him to be a boundary guy who's catching balls on the outside. And that is exactly the team that he ended up going to, right? You have Mike Williams do that role and can allow um, Quentin Johnston to kind of like just kill on the inside of the field, get all that short stuff, kind of like Steven said, um, and make a killing with yards after catch. Um, so I, I think the Chargers, that, that is kind of why a couple of days ago when Arjun brought it up in the Discord, why Quinn Johnson came to mind um, and, and why I think they ultimately kind of went with it. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm in the banners tab. Is the chat civilized? <laughs> oh, you can jump. Into, oh, wait. Why? It's fine. That's fine. Because oh, the Eagles are close-ish, I guess. I don't know what you're... No, no. I was just saying people are probably very negative about Johnston. It, it's mixed feelings, and I, I totally understand because with the way the draft is going, you would assume it would be one of the, the defensive guys, but that's our preference, right? Like, that's what we want. 100%. Obviously, obviously, the Chargers didn't want that. So, um, it's a surprise, um, but I like this is the 29th player on my board. So, I'm not going to sit here and be like, that's a reach. Yeah. It's like, now, could you have maybe traded back? fine but then we just saw a receiver go right to the ravens and maybe you know johnston was their guy or something so it, it's funny because we as chargers fans have been dying for a, a yak player for a long time and the yeah, chargers but not that basically, one <laughs> right uh, we want a yak player on this offense 
no, no, not that one. No, 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 not that one. You know, like yeah. the Chargers, for for better or worse, did get one of the best yak players after the catch players in this class. So yeah. you, you have his. Uh, what I could look at You want me to look at like Pro Football Focus? There's a yak graph somewhere where he's like. Well, I thought in I a different thought stratosphere. Had, like, composite stats or whatever. Oh sure. Yeah, no, he's not. I think he's number one. Yeah. I, like, I'm pretty sure he's number one in Yak for reception. So, like, if, if people are all clamoring for Yak, like, he is number one in this class of Yak for reception. So, it's, like, it, it's to me, it's just, like, I don't know how they're going to use him. And that's my biggest thing. Like, I just, like, don't know what Kellen Moore's vision for him is. Like, that's something that, like, you know, we, have, we just have to see. And, like, I mean, I, I'm happy now that they have, like, depth at receiver. Like, this is a – they have the ability to put up, like, 30 points a game and – just air the ball, air the shit out of the ball, which, you know, that, that should always be the goal with when you have Justin Herbert. So if this is a step towards becoming more, a more efficient pass offense, even more than what they were in 2021, I'm happy with the pick. And again, it's not a premium position. So you can't, I can't be like too mad about it. It's not too much of a reach, you know, where you guys had him on your board, yeah. the consensus had him on their board. So it's not, you know, I, I just think a lot of people thought the edge would have been a better selection, right? So in terms of the composite rankings he was bringing up, Quentin Johnston, at least in the, what is this, 18 or whatever receivers that I have here, Quentin Johnston, number one in yards after the catch per reception, third in yards per reception, thirds in yards per route run. Again, like all of those things, there's no debate. Like Quentin Johnston with the ball in his hands or what he can do yeah. is is like top of the class. Again, first in yards of the catch per reception, like amazing. And if you can manufacture, at least early in his career, easy enough touches and catches for him i mean shoot you take a shallow crosser and take the guy who's best in the class and yards after the catch per reception awesome it's just the two things on the right there and drop percentage and contested catch rate contested catch rate okay like you know i don't know if that's it's not his game it's just not his game right that's not his game and that's not the problem it really is it's the drop rate that you worry about so can the chargers get that out of him um you know the the big thing really here is that you know, Justin Herbert has not that it's his fault necessarily, but struggled with the ball bouncing off his players' hands, then not being able to catch. Um, and that's with some players that I think are, are good receivers and good at catching the football. So, you know, Quentin Johnson, they got to make it work. The good news is, I think Quentin Johnson can take a reverse. Um, <laughs> so just saying, I don't know what his rushing yards are. He definitely but... passes the he passes the jet sweep test for sure. He passes yeah, the bandy uh, test. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, uh, have to give a shout out to uh, Isaac and Curtis uh, for some super chats. Isaac is a is another fellow Utah fan. I, I'm assuming he was rooting for Dalton Kincaid at that spot. Um, Curtis was saying at least the Flowers didn't go to the Chiefs, and that's a W. Um, yeah, I I never really felt like. Uh, Zay was in that kind of class personally. Um, and then there was another super chat to uh, Joe Alexander says TT hits on most first round picks. Let's hope it works. Yeah. Um, people are so funny. This is worse than Tillery. Um, okay, let's, let's chill out there. Johnson's a good yeah, player. Yeah. I think there were better the- players on this board let's than when Tillery was picked. So in that regard, maybe, but no, I don't think this is a, a bad player, a bad pick. People are I, also comparing him to Jalen Rager in the chat, and I get that with <laughs> the drop rate. TCU concerns. thing too. Yeah, TCU. This is a significantly better athlete, and I think better prospect than Jalen Rager. 
I I don't believe that it's even necessarily close in that regard. Um, in terms of how I would evaluate the two of them pre-draft. So, like, to me, and, and you talk about what Johnson's athleticism and his ceiling is, um, I, I get the concerns with the drop rate, but I don't think the two are anywhere similar as prospects. Did the Vikings get their pick in yet? I mean, I know what it is. The pick but... is in, yeah. Okay. Um, make the transition. It? Thank you for uh, the super chat. I uh, I'm not putting that one on the screen though. <laughs> um, yes, it wasn't Keon White. So there's that, guys. Um, regardless, yeah. I would have been one. so mad if it were Keon White, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I like, got word. If it were Keon White, I wouldn't have popped back in. I would have just <laughs> 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 he just left. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Lizzie Theory pointed out this is the fourth straight year the Chargers have picked an offensive player in the first round. Longest streak in their era since 1976. Uh, yes. Technically, there was a linebacker in there, but I know, yeah. I know, I know what she means. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, Giants I mean, traded it, up from 25 to 24 just now. Okay, Vikings just went Jordan Addison. So this is 100% Chargers playing the board. At wide mm -hmm. receiver, they they had to have known that the wide receiver run was was, was going to happen. Quentin Johnson was their guy. That's that's who you isolate. You play the board. Sometimes that's how the draft works. Brentley Weissman, who we just had on, said heard the charges were active in trade down talks, but ultimately chose oh. to stick and pick. Imagine if they traded down and got Nolan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> like Wait, Nolan Smith's still on the board, right? Mm -hmm. And Murphy. So, so here, here's the thing, like, or Alex, sorry, if you're going to say something, go ahead. No, no, I'm good. I think, like, we're. I'm getting to the point where it's, like, I talked about this, like, last year, but, like, like at this point in the draft or in the first round, like, when you think you got a steal for a player, it's not necessarily, like, like actually, like, a steal. Like, there's a reason teams are passing on these players. Now, for the Ravens, the Vikings, like, Seahawks, like, they obviously had needs at receiver but i think like if nolan smith is falling there's probably a reason behind it so like i'm not like i, I do want to see where he ends up because if he falls out of the first round I'm, i would actually like change my opinion about the pick because i think there is a reason smith is falling maybe there's some medicals we don't know about maybe just teams don't see him as a he's too much of a tweener so i'm not like i, I do want to see where nolan smith ends up but yeah you know steals it's tough for a steal to really actually turn into a steal, except if Bill Belichick, you know, takes Christian Gonzalez. I think that, that yeah. one, uh, I'll give it yeah. a steal. So uh, Thomas Martinez in the chat making a great point here. He says, we were rolling out Bandy and Carter last year. They are at least addressing the wide receiver room and making sure Herbert has weapons. I mean, I know it's a big if, right? But if Keenan and Mike stay healthy, you're legit running four deep and you have yeah, Jalen Guyton if he's healthy. Maybe you get another receiver on day three in this draft to get like a returner option. So I like Arjun is saying it's a premium pick. You're playing the board at, at wide receiver. There's this run happening right now. So I, I get it. I get why you would take Johnson in this class. And I, the comment I keep seeing, he's not Mike Williams. We have to, we have to look past the size aspect of this and really like watch the player. So um, I know Alex liked him better than either Tyler. Or I Wow, that guy was going fast. Damn. Um, I, uh, go ahead, Alex. Speed, I also see people in the chat calling him slow. He's the fastest player on the Chargers not named Jalen Guyton. Like, he's 4-4-6. Four, four, 
Is that what his 40 time was? 448, I think. Something like that. I don't know. 40 yard? Yeah. 452. Oh, yeah. That's right. Sorry, the charge average is 448. You do have to adjust for weight, but yeah. Wasn't it like a pro day thing where he had like a range, though, where it was like some people clocked it at 446? I saw somebody tweet that they had clocked it at 448. Yeah, yeah. His official RAS 40 time is 452. But, you know, again, like Arjun is just saying, you're adjusting for weight. You know, Jordan Addison ran a four four eight, and Jordan Addison weighed one hundred seventy five pounds. Oh, Quentin Johnson weighs two hundred and ten pounds. So Pat McAfee like right after. <laughs> Telesco was on Pat McAfee right now. Yeah, he said we wanted Quentin Johnson early on, and we're very excited to add him. The more weapons we can have for our, for our quarterback, the better, and we think he's going to fit in really well. So somebody pointing out too that he was a uh, team captain at TCU, very high character guy too. So makes sense. <laughs> Every year, two days before the draft, Arjun should just post in the Discord who meets the RAS and the, and the requirements, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll just know the first round pick. I mean, we and, did the physical prototype video uh, a couple weeks ago, and Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison were like not even in like the yeah like, like right. That's why I had zero was, faith that they would do that. Yeah, 100%. although good players. Yeah. So, um. You want to talk? Let's talk about some. Let's actually like talk about Quentin Johnson. Like on film, what were some games that stood out to you as like, okay, this is kind of the a quintessential Quentin Johnson game? Where were some of the struggles? Like the first one that comes to mind is that Julius Brent's matchup mm-hmm. um, against Kansas State, which was one slant and then kind of a, a shutdown from there. Yeah. But it was it was truly a that was the Big Twelve Championship game you're talking about, right? Like I believe so. Yeah, in the Cowboy Stadium. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he definitely struggled with that one. But I think also, if you go back and watch the game that they played at Kansas State that was earlier in that season, he got Brents a couple times too. Like they they had some good battles. It definitely was a, a physical matchup between those two. The first Kansas State game, I think you see a lot of things to like for Johnston. Arjun mentioned too what he was able to do against um, – against Michigan. I think if you isolate, like this is what I'm talking about. I think if you isolate him as an X against bigger, stronger corners, I think he can, can tend to struggle a little bit because he can't out muscle them, you know, after the catch all the time. So this is why I think you're drafting him to be your Z be backside and let him just, you know, feast on these dagger concepts on these drag concepts. And I think if you really help focus in on some of those good games, you'll, you'll definitely see it. I mean, he, you're, you're talking about a guy who was going like for a buck 70 pretty routinely on a weekly basis in the big 12. I know it's the big 12, but you know, this is, this is not a scrub. Like Quentin Johnson's a good player, man. And even in the game that we're talking about him struggling against Julius Brents, which he absolutely did. He had four receptions for 139 yards. Like, so... I think like 75 were on one play, not against Brents or one. Yeah. Against Brents, but a hundred percent. But still, I mean, like he he finds ways to still create some of those big plays. Again, did struggle with Brent's 100 percent. I mean, also has, you know, people point to the Oklahoma State game. Uh, That was probably like one of my favorites of his last year. Um, But oh, last year. Or you mean in? Yeah, this past this past season. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Yeah. The Oklahoma State game obviously had 200 yards against Kansas. It's Kansas, but still. Um, so yeah, I mean, to me, what the potential that he showed, I I think really in the, those Oklahoma state games, obviously what you saw against Arjun's Michigan, uh, game in the CFP, um, that's really kind of like the ceiling of what you can see with Johnson just as an athlete and how you can use him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
All right, we had some super chats I want to get to. Again, Curtis Davis back in the chat. Um, appreciate him. He said, you guys are right. He was the number one rated receiver for most of the draft process. <laughs> uh, about seven mixed drinks to hit him. <laughs> How many shots? So go Chargers. He'll be a superstar by you. <laughs> That's a great comment, my guy. I love it. <laughs> hey, man. You're, you're winning no matter what. Seems like you're having fun. Uh, if anybody in the chat is at the Chargers draft party, uh, I'm curious at what the environment is like over there. So let us know. It wasn't giant cheers. Oh, I, Frank Blakely says, uh, wasn't he considered the top wide receiver until the end of the season? Most wanted a wide receiver. Well, we got one. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like, depends. I think people were probably waiting for like JSN's medicals um, at that point from like go run, go to the combine. Um, yeah. I mean, he was my wide receiver too until other players became my wide receiver two and three but um you know with johnson it was always the upside but after a while it just kind of felt iffy um because of the some of the limitations but yeah chargers now got to prove the upside works and I, I will say like before before the combine he was the betting favorite to be the first receiver taken yeah. and then jsn had those elite like 10 yard splits three cone times and then he became the favorite and, you know, he, he could have always been the favorite, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, Quentin Johnson, like, he was, you know, pretty highly rated, I would say. Um, All right. Well, I think we should talk about maybe day two now, at least. They're not picking wide receiver. <laughs> hey, you never know. Maybe they could double down. You never know. Uh, so Giants just took Deontay Banks. Uh, they traded up one spot to get him. Uh, I was very high on Deontay Banks, so him being on the board at 24 was kind of ridiculous. So, um, all right, so Jaguars up on the clock here. Uh, they just traded the pick again. Is that what I'm seeing on ESPN? Okay, uh, so the Bills just traded up. Bills now on the on the board at pick yes. 25. Is this for Joey Porter Jr. or is this for a pass rusher? Man, Joey Porter Jr. and uh, Kyrie Irland would be kind of fun. Although I think uh, they have Trey Wise. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, Trey Wise. Yeah, it's probably it could be for Edge, Nolan Smith maybe. They would go get Nolan Smith behind Von Miller. That'd be nasty. They have a lot of investment there, though. I don't know. Maybe. Do want to drop off that hard if you tear your ACL again? I guess, or whatever it was. Tight end, maybe if they're trying to jump Dallas, like, and they just sit in twelve personnel, go get Michael Mayer, maybe. Man, good good work by the Jaguars here. They go from 24 to 25, get 160 and 240, and then they go from 25 to 27 for 130. <laughs> Shit. Oh, well, I guess that's Dalton Kincaid. I don't need to read any texts or anything to know who that <laughs> one was. <laughs> ah, mother. And to the Bills. And Kincaid to the Bills. Yes. That's hot. To the Bills. That's a good spot for him. Well, I mean, if they. Throw it to him. I'm trying to figure out the next Levis spot, and I'm not finding one. Dude, I completely forgot he was on the board. Yeah, because like, because now there's unless a team wants to trade into the first round, but like, Pittsburgh has a quarterback, Houston has a quarterback, Arizona off the top of the second round, Indy, Rams. <laughs> Like, is that the team? I, I just, for somebody pointed this out. I tweeted out on uh, March 28th, uh, Quentin Johnson, you are a Los Angeles Charger. <laughs> and then you talk shit for like two months after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, 
I still don't know why Joey Porter Jr., Nolan Smith, Miles Murphy are falling. Like, I can get why Kincaid's falling. I get, well, not falling, but, you know, not selected yet. Branch, I understand. Interesting group coming up for the Chargers. So, no, okay, sorry, sorry. Kincaid was tied in one off the board just now. Just now, yeah. Well, pick is in technically, but, you know, I looked. I was happening to look at Twitter at the same time. Yeah, I kind of figured with the whole like uh, red face and slamming the table. <laughs> it's a it's a good spot for him, I it will is. say. But I was really hoping that he would land like in the NFC if he didn't go to the Chargers. Who's their tight end with the curly hair? I forget. Dawson Knox. Yeah. So I guess he's gone or replaced. Kind All of. right. So yeah. okay, from here on out, let's. Do you want to just like let the commissioner do the announcement for everyone? Sure, we can get back okay. to that for sure. the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see uh, for the next one because the Bills are picking. So Cowboys at twenty six. They're probably thinking uh, Nolan Smith. Or that's definitely a Cowboys pick. Do they need a corner? They need a slot corner. So Branch is somebody I've seen connected to them by some Cowboys people. Um, but Dane Brugler was saying earlier that they wouldn't let Michael Mayer fall past them. Granted. That was in a simulation where Nolan Smith and Miles Murphy were off the board and Joey Porter Jr. was off the board. Yeah. So uh, I'm not saying I'm for this. People are asking about trading up into the first round. That's not happening. No. no. But the most they can get the most they can give up if they give up one pick is one sixty five or pick eighty five worth one sixty five. And that gets them to basically thirty seven to Seattle. So if you want to give up your third round pick for a player, which I don't want to but i guess if you see michael mayer falling to the second round and you know Telesco pulls that trigger <laughs> will levis and his family just waving to the cameras who else is in the green room besides him right now keon, keon white. white yeah i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> was it was nolan smith invited or no i, I don't, don't think remember. so i think they showed him earlier and he was at home um, apparently, Tom Telesco just said on the Pat McAfee show that they're done for the night, which makes sense. That's good. That's Fine. Good. That's that's no no trade up for linebackers. I uh, am I, I'm shocked that Tom is doing a media appearance right now with. Uh, I mean, it's, it is Pat. Like he loves Pat, but still. Want to talk about it? Predictions for second and third round? Yeah, definitely want to talk about second and third rounds. Um, do we want to talk about anybody who else is is coming maybe or, or just kind of jump right into that? Um, We could just play it as it goes and then you okay. keep track of who's in and whatever announce the pick. Yeah. Um. So like I think it was Alex was talking about, you know, the edge rushers are still getting pushed down the board. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if that's the move at 54. Um, yeah. Again, this is like, that's like prime Isaiah Foskey territory. Um, and again, that would not be a super popular pick on social media, but you know, he checks a lot of physical profile boxes. I think he would be a good compliment behind that room. Um, cornerback is still kind of like, I, we all kind of thought in terms of like, you know, draft Twitter, right? Like corners would kind of run off the board. Um, you know, that's a group that I think they could exploit too on day two, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the second round, maybe that's like a Julius Brents or maybe that's a Keely Ringo situation. So I, I, I think with a receiver in round one, I think they go defense round two. Yeah, I think so. And they did last year. Who are they taking the second? Oh, they didn't have a second round pick. That's why. 
Um, yeah, last year was Zion and then JT Woods. <laughs> so as far as edge, I mean, no, again, Nolan Smith is still in play. Miles Murphy is still in play. Um, what's his name? BJ Ojolari, obviously. Isaiah Foskey. Slightly depends from there how they feel about certain prototypes. I, I am glad that with everything, the way things are going, and we'll see. So I, I, we just saw the Bills pick. Dalton McCade's brother has a nasty mullet. Wow. Okay. That's why you can't draft them. Um, I mean, we, we've been discussing in some order wide receiver tight end edge. Like those are the mm-hmm. first three picks. And I think that I'm glad they went one premium position first. Right. And now I, I do think tight end at 54 is looking really nice if they want to go. I mean, again, we don't. I don't know what they meant by medicals with Darnell Washington, but he's not been taken, obviously. Mayor has not been taken. Laporta doesn't really fit, I think, what they'd want. But Musgrave hasn't been taken. So, I mean, I, I, nothing's really changed for me. I feel like it's tight under edge still. Yeah, I think we've talked about that, you know, all day long. Yeah. Oh, I love these Utah highlights they're showing. That's fun. Cool. Which cornerbacks are off the board so far? Um, thanks for with Witherspoon, uh, Witherspoon Gonzalez. That's it. Uh, so five, right? Or oh, Joey Porter's hasn't gone yet. Yeah, yeah. I think Branch could go to Jacksonville. Yeah, they've they've been like, I think that's like the betting favorite or whatever it was. Yeah, I'll break uh, peg uh, Branch to the Eagles. Yeah, at thirty. Yeah. What would you do, Just go get Nolan Smith. With Jalen Carter and uh, oh, Jordan Davis and running back. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll, 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 pose, I'll pose one thing before I hop off since I, you guys probably have another guest on. If Nolan Smith falls to 30, 31 with the Chiefs, that would be an all-time just like – and they take – he doesn't really fit their like – they usually go for like power, power. rushers, but like – Miles Murphy. Oh, God, that's the pick, isn't yeah. it? Oh, God. Who, the yeah. Eagles? No, if the Chiefs get Miles Murphy. Oh, yeah. Or Nolan Smith. That was. Because they've been, a lot of the uh, Chiefs guys I follow, they were projecting uh, Felix Henry DK Uzama if they yeah. stuck at 31. And you're taking Murphy over Uzama all day. Yeah. All right. I'll hop off. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. On. Bye, Arjun. <laughs> Have a blast. All righty. <laughs> Alex, if you want to head out too, you can't. You are more than welcome to do that. Oh, okay. You don't have to. I'm just saying oh, if okay. you want to like go chill and uh, watch the Eagles, that you can. I might. Can do that. Well, I'll hold on and stay till 30. Okay. Might as well stay till 31. Okay, um, I wish, Tyler, that we could share the conversation that we had uh, on Sunday night about certain pick at 54, but now we can't. Now it's pointless. You remember the one that we messaged about each other after? I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... um, Man, that was a surprise. I know that they were like the favorites and all, and I know that they were like that. Quentin Johnson checked a lot of boxes for them, but I'm not gonna lie, Tom Telesco, that was that was a surprise. You got me. You got me good. <laughs> yeah, I have you figured out. 
<laughs> I just figured in that instance they would go with one of the pass rushers. That was that's that's what right. I, was I wonder if the Addison stuff that they leaked out there just like oh, receiver coach. I wonder if that was like a long game kind of all along. Well, know. like Brentley pointed out that they were trying to trade down. I think that's what they were trying to do was leak out that they were interested in the wide receivers. Possible. Possible. And then uh, maybe they didn't find a trade down situation that they liked. I don't know. Or like you were saying, maybe they figured that the Ravens would take Johnston and they wanted Johnston specifically. I swear I've been waiting for the next pick to go in for like 20 minutes. Who's yeah. on the board now? Uh, the Cowboys, and they're currently uh, showing comparisons between Michael Mayer and uh, Jason Witten. So, of course, man, Michael Mayer is just—he's not even wearing a suit or a tie or anything. Come on, man! Oh, really? He's just, just white, he's just in a white shirt. He's just in a white dress shirt without. Was any... he? I don't know. <clears throat> um. NFL's lit respectfully, we're still slow as hell. I, I think Johnson is faster than his 40 time indicates. Like I I understand he's not like a four three guy, but mm-hmm. I think it's just a different skill set. Like CeeDee Lamb was a four five guy too, and he's not slow. It's just kind of different. I think uh somebody pointed out that Johnson hit like 23 miles per hour on a few yeah. of his big time runs. All right, I'm gonna salvage this pick and I'm gonna find that. In the Michigan in the Michigan game, he did. Uh there, yeah. One of his catches that was a yak play uh, yeah. hit like 22 miles an hour or something. Okay, Michigan at 6'4", 215, 21 miles an hour. I know 22.1 was 99th percentile. 22.1 against who, do you know? I'm sorry, 22.1 was Mingo, and I knew that was 99th percentile. So, tw- so Johnston was 21 miles an hour. Um, I'm not seeing another one higher than that. Okay. Side note, anytime I see anything measured in miles per hour when it comes to football, I think of the time that Daniel Jones ran 22.8 miles per hour and he just <laughs> fell on his face. <laughs> That's yeah, like yeah. the only time I've ever seen anything measured in miles per hour. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time too. I'm like, oh my gosh, he was scooting and then he tripped. That was the one he tripped, right? Yeah. Against the Eagles in that terrible Thursday night game. Oh. Uh. All right, pick is in for the Cowboys. They just showed them all high fiving and uh, shaking hands and everything. Gotta so be we'll Mayor. Uh, there's an interesting question right there from Scott that I want to get to after the Cowboys pick. Okay, I thought that was just going to be right up, but maybe not. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. 21 miles per hour speeding in a school zone. It is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a Jalen Carter joke somewhere in there, but he's an eagle, so. Oh, you know, you know what I'm prepared yes. for, guys? I'm prepared for everyone to spell it Johnson. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, That's going to be the next uh, five years. Yeah. And Kleckler throws the ball to Johnson. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Field goal. <laughs> All right. Here's uh, Mr. Goodell. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm surprised they didn't go with Michael Mayer. Mozzie Smith is a freak, though, man. Dude is is a freak. Um, So Kelsey Hammer was pointing out it was 21.39, I guess. I'm assuming that's probably in the Michigan game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, there were probably some other ones, but that was the one that I remember watching on TV live. All right. We'll round up 21.4. All right. Here we go. We're getting there. <laughs> um, but Scott Childs was asking about this. Could QJ be like a Debo type wide receiver? What do you guys think about that one? I think someone was telling me that his RAS actually looked a lot like Brendan Ayuk for what it's worth. Oh. But sure. I guess, I, I guess, but Debo's also a very physical runner, right? Let's look. Yeah. I can, if you want, or I don't care. Yeah, you go ahead. I'm going to look on Mock Draftable real quick. Okay. I think you can use him in some like jet sweep type stuff, but I don't think he's going to be quite the Swiss Army knife that Debo is. Not that like really any other player than Debo is used like that anyway, and all of the imitations of Debo have kind of failed. Um, yeah. So I think you could do it occasionally, but I would not like make that his main role. I am curious if this gets brought up, the idea that he's like their Tyrell Williams type. Yeah. I don't recall much of the downfield with Tyrell Williams because he could, but I don't remember much of it. I remember so many of the shallow crossers. Like, yeah. I feel like that's how I remember learning about shallow crossers was Tyrell Williams. So, um, okay, let me look at RAS compare. Sorry, Rex this side just, is really slow right now. Yeah, you're good. Rex was just, I'm sure everybody's looking on that right now. Uh, Rex pointing out that Johnston's miss, missed force tackle rate is higher than Debo's. Only Kadarius Tony is in the same range. Cool. Again, like people are going to bring up the Mike Williams stuff. I, he's a very different player stylistically than Mike Williams. Yeah. Cedric Tillman is Mike. Well, sort of, let's just say, but like Cedric Tillman is Mike yeah. Williams. Um, A.T. Perry, too. A.T. Perry, Bresford Wheaton, those are Mike Williams guys. Quentin Johnston, if he were. 511 would there would be no i mean obviously because the height but like there'd be no mike williams comparison there's he doesn't yeah. play anything like him 
Yeah. Someone asked um, for better or worse. Someone asked how old Quentin Johnston was in the chat. He will be 22 when the season starts. So yeah. I think that's kind of another reason he falls into that age range uh, of the recent Telesco first round picks too. And you want to talk about um, that sort of development curve and you know how he can uh, develop kind of as a receiver and why they believe in he he can fix some of those mechanical issues. Um, I believe the age and the potential there and the ceiling, like we said, is part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Let me, let me zoom out on my computer. One second. Are you pulling up the RAS thing? Yeah, sorry. Just like the site is kind of an awkward fit on your. Okay, here we go. Okay. So give me a second to pull this up on my screen. I would love to bring up film, but I, I don't want to get demonetized. Um, so because <laughs> yeah, I'd love to look at that, but um, okay, okay, not even close in terms of height. Never mind. <laughs> but I think I think it was just in terms of everything else. They're similar except for height. Can you zoom in maybe a little bit? Sure. Um, I can zoom. I just have to like scroll down if you want a specific thing. But um, I can talk through it, or you want to just read it off? Yeah. So uh, Quentin is is three inches taller, but similar uh, weights. Uh, Brandon Ayuk four five. Quentin Johnson, 4.52, 20-yard split for both is 2.61, 2.63. 10-yard split is 1.59 for Johnston and 1.57 for Ayuk. So very similar 40-yard dash times there. I think if, you know, I remember, like, we all wanted Ayuk on this <laughs> on this show in that year when they traded up back in the first round and ultimately selected Kenneth Murray. Um, then you get 40-and-a-half-inch vertical for Johnston, 40 for Ayuk. Nine uh, 11 feet, two inches in the broad jump for Johnston, 10 and eight inches for Ayuk. So there's definitely a lot of uh, similar stuff there in terms of uh, to terms of physical profile. Tyler, you should uh, screenshot that and tweet it out. I just did. T- Tyler, nice. I'm curious. Could you do a Quentin Johnston, Alshon Jeffrey comp in the RAS machine? I feel like I, I don't want to be... know the answer to that one, but yeah, I don't know you. if I want. I don't know if I want that one. Okay, uh, <laughs> Alshon Alshon good, A L S H O N J E F F R E Y or E R Y. How do you? Oh crap! Uh, okay, I'm I gonna write Y. Just put. You should just be able to type Alshon, and then it should like populate a little bit. Let's see. Let's see. No, darn it. Okay, hold on. Because he Quentin, yeah. Johnston, Alshon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, wait. Jeff Erie, Erie. Look at me getting my master's degree. I still can't spell a thing. I guess I'm not getting it in spelling. Okay, height a lot similar. Jeffrey a bigger guy or heavier guy. Forty pretty similar. Vertical completely different. For people are watching online. Jeffrey's on the right. Johnston on the left. Um, so I guess in general. Johnson is more explosive. So where's no, where's yeah. Jeffrey getting I, I the, think you kind of well, three cone. Him God, like look at that three cone difference. <laughs> a, a more explosive like Alshon Jeffrey is kind of the comp, although Alshon probably better in terms of like contact and catching those like outside balls. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that that's kind of like what you're looking at in terms of. I was just curious to see how they stacked up, but speed wise, um, pretty like similar players, but. It, uh, a lot of Quentin stuff obviously comes uh, after the catch. And they, they keep showing Will Levis like literally every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, he he kind of wins the Geno Smith award of this draft, huh? 
Yeah, Keon White's like, thank God. Yeah. All right. So uh, I know the Jaguars pick, but it is in. So we'll get to that in a second here. Oh, right now. Anton Harrison, tackle. Okay. Solid. That's a solid. Well, that's big because Cam Robinson violated the Mm -hmm. the policy, right? So he could get suspended. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, uh, I I would imagine that's like six games for them. So that's good work for the Jaguars, too, man. They traded down twice, got three additional picks, and still get a a legit offensive tackle that they probably could have taken at pick 24. Mm -hmm. Good stuff there. All right, uh, Tyler, why don't we uh, go over maybe kind of our best available for for pick 54, maybe forecasting a little bit, some guys who could go early on day two tomorrow? Yeah, let's do that. Um, I did not keep track of the last couple of picks, so can you rewind three back or so for me? So Kincaid's gone. Yeah, so it was um, uh, just now Anton Harrison, then Mozzie Smith. Dalton Kincaid, uh, Zay Flowers is 22, Jordan Addison 23, Deontay Banks is 24. Yeah, Deontay uh, Banks is 24. Sure. Okay. Um, as, as far as best of, I mean, Dylan Smith, Miles Murphy, uh, do I put No, I mean, like, uh, like maybe projecting a little bit, you know, not necessarily like top players on the board right now. Sure. So it depends how they love him, but, but considering the fall, I mean, BJ Ojolari would fit as an you know outstand up outside linebacker type for them. I, I'm going to assume wide receivers off the board for them at this point. So I, I won't really bring them up. Um, if they want to go corner, Julius Brent has not been taken. I love the idea of either Anaduke Uzama or Adetamiwa Adabare there. I forgot Jimmy Gibbs was taken. I just didn't realize he was that far down my board. <laughs> um, Kalaja Kansi also pretty far down my board. Um, so I think, I mean, the Chargers in a really good spot if they want defensive line or tight end here, you know, yeah. you can kind of flex it either way with like at a bar, um, but yeah, if you want, if you want defensive line, some defensive back, if you include safety, if you want tight end, like as far as day two goes, even though I would have put wide receiver in day two, they're set up very well for the other two, I think are their most glaring needs. So defensive line, tight end. You want to throw some flavor in there with, um, again, like Darius Rush, Cam Smith at corner. Uh, they want safety, Antonio Johnston, um, Jartavius Martin. I guess it depends on the board. Like a lot of people like Sidney Brown, obviously. So if they want safety, somebody can play closer to the line of scrimmage. I mean, Antonio Johnson, Jartavius Martin, Sidney Brown, like they're in a really good spot for one of those safeties there. Um, really good spot for edge rusher, too. Really good spot for tight end. So, Overall, I, I'm feeling really good about their options at 54. Like, and that, and that's kind of the thing, right? Like, this draft had so many good players, so they can yeah. go for need, you know, quote unquote need, right? With edge or tight end, which I think they should, or they can go defensive back because a lot of really good corners and some really good safeties here available for them. Um, the stuff we probably have to talk about is interior defensive line, um, like more specific guys like Keanu Benton, Jervon Dexter. Um, Depends how you see Carl Brooks. So I think in terms of interior guys, maybe they would consider that. But again, I think the, the wild card here is really Zach. Sorry, Charbonnet. Tyler. Here's the Bengals pick coming up. Chief sounds booing. 
the Cincinnati Bengals select Miles Murphy, defensive end, Clemson. There you so go. You're in the postseason. There is the uh, end of the fall for Miles Murphy. That's a great fit for him, you know, getting behind uh, Sam Hubbard as well as uh, Trey Hendrickson. Mm -hmm. Definitely fits their their profile. So um, the Bengals were a very common tight end spot too. So my um, again, Michael Mayer has not come off the board yet. Um, the Saints, Eagles, and Chiefs are the only three picks left. So talking about like best possible options here, like. There was a lot of smoke about tight ends going early in this in this draft. I mean, there's mm -hmm. there's even like Luke Musgrave, Sam Laporta talk heading into today, and I guess there's three picks up theoretically they could still go. Um, but if you're sitting there at 54, like this could be another great situation uh, where you're getting looking at maybe one of the better corners. You can get a tight end prospect there. Uh, so this is this is a really good spot for the Chargers to be in at 54 with the way the tight end corner edge rusher have have played out. Yeah, no, they're doing. I'm loving it. Dang, Miles Murphy to the Bengals is so nice, though. Yeah. Um, Nick asked with a super chat pointing out that QJ gives him young Brandon Marshall vibes, size and yak. I I just don't. I'm so bad with, with comps unless I play for the Chargers. So, yeah. I, I mean, Brandon Marshall, obviously, we watched him a little bit more because of uh, he played on Broncos, but. I think it's hard to like nail down a comp for Quentin Johnson because even like Brandon Ayuk is not like an exact one. Neither is like Alshon because I mean that guy's just different in terms of like the speeds he can hit and the yards after catchability. It's I mean he's a former track star. Like you don't see many wide receivers that come into the league like that. Um, so not really like an exact guy I could comp him to. And then because of his size, people rush to comp him to Mike Williams and stuff like that, which doesn't really make much sense. So I think it's kind of hard to like find a guy his size that moves like that because there's not many of them. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Van Oy tweeting out about the pick. He yes, said, he's I think. Back. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they don't go edge rusher on round two, I feel like you kind of have to bring him back. Um, so he said, I think Charger fans don't look at the OC and what TT likes dot, dot, dot. Clearly couldn't go with Zay because you have Keenan in the slot. You're going to have Mike, Key, and Zay blocking when they go 12 personnel and he motions down to dig out the safety? Or do you want a 6'4", 215-pound re receiver to do that and can yak? Yeah. And that's I, how the Chargers I, feel, right? Obviously. Yeah. I think in terms of, like, fit and... Quinn Johnson probably means that if you were to choose between moving on from Mike Williams and Keenan Allen in a year, you're probably moving on from Mike Williams um, at this point. I mean, if we were to just kind of lay that option out there. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, you just wouldn't be pairing Zay Flowers to play with Keenan Allen for the long term if you were going to extend right. Keenan Allen. Same with Jordan Addison. Um, so, yeah, Quinn Johnson's definitely the better, like, personnel fit for the Chargers. And like Steven said, is one of the two or three best situations, kind of like in the NFL, that he could have gone to for his own development. Yeah. Um, you can't handle true says before he can yak. He has to catch the ball. I get it. I think most of the drops with Quentin Johnston are like more so concentration dr drops and, and like high pointing the football specifically. Like that's just not really his game. Like I think if you allow him to have a runway and he's able to like, you know, I mean, you're going to force feed him easy catches. Um, 
but that's that's what you're doing with him. Like I talked about, you know, crossing routes. Those are what you're you're looking at with him. Should I read what Kyle Van Noy tweeted? I just did he tweet something else because I just read what he was talking about. Oh, the crossing route stuff. Yeah, because I was just sorry. I was looking at it probably while you were reading it, so it didn't trigger in my brain. But yeah, unless he tweeted something else. No, yeah, it was the slot thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I wanted to look up uh, what Dane Brugler wrote about him in the Beast. Where's the Beast at? There we go. I'll do that later. Orion's Belt Gene says Zay had a higher career drop percentage than Johnston and is older. Oh, man. Twitter won't like that. That's a great point. Yeah, we definitely had talked about that, although I we more talked about that in the sense of the final year where Zay was better than Johnston, which is kind of where I'd like to you know see them in terms of drop rate. But All right, Saints pick is in, and then we got uh, Alex's Eagles and then the Chiefs, and that's it. So uh, Chiefs probably... There, Nolan Smith. It really isn't their style, but Adebore or Uzama, you know. Yeah, Saints here. Are they a are they a mayor spot? Let's see if they know what to do. Actually, a mayor's not a bad idea for them. I'm surprised. I am surprised that Mickey Loomis did not trade up. Man, (laughs) who's the Saints tight end right now? Uh, that Jawan Johnson guy. Yeah, and then they Who's drafted... Who's the guy um, that they drafted a couple years ago? They drafted someone, right? He was from, like, Dayton or some red school, some red smaller yeah, school, I want to say. I can't remember off the top of my head, but that was, like, supposed to be their guy, and then it kind of wasn't. I don't know. All right, here we go with the Saints pick. Maybe not. Gio said, Herbert doesn't like short receivers. PTSD from his Oregon days. I think the, uh, I think it was Mike Renner on the Chargers Weekly pointed out too that like catch radius is a big thing with having somebody like Justin Herbert too. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here's the Saints. With the 29th pick. In the 2023 NFL draft, the New Orleans Saints select Brian Brzee. Huh. Okay. Cool. Solid player. That was a pretty common uh, mock. Oh, he's wearing his sister's shirt. That's really cool. Oh, man. They're all wearing, awesome. they're all wearing the Ella Strong shirts. That's really cool. That's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. I, I hope he balls out. Yeah. That's a good spot for him too. I mean, the Saints' defensive line oh, staff yeah. is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Get to play next to Cam Jordan. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Adam Troutman. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that guy. Next to X one two one three person. Adam Troutman. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All Eagles. right. So Eagles on the clock here, Alex. Uh, what are you thinking? 
Uh, Nolan Smith, if his medicals are okay and everyone just didn't read them, that would be cool. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. Um, what what linemen are left now? Is the offensive linemen? Are... You're looking at probably yeah. like Steve Avila from TCU. Uh, I don't or... think they go for that at this point. I was thinking if there was like a tackle left or something. Maybe Michael Schmitz from. This Minnesota. is probably a Brian Branch spot. Um. Yeah. Given how this draft has played out, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Jartavius Martin went ahead of Branch. I would. I, I okay. No, I wouldn't get that. But Brian Branch is such a tweener. Like you and I didn't even rank him on the same page because I yeah. put him at safety. You put him at corner. Yeah, he's not an outside corner, obviously. So I think I, you could have done I, the I, same I thing with that. Martin too, though, because he played a ton of snaps in the slot as well. Yeah, but then I just think he got kind of toasted. So, like, he, he was like a safety to me. Um, you know, he didn't really play it there. I'm switching okay. to banners now so no one spoils it. Okay, <laughs> I got you. The Eagles pick is not in for what it's worth, they're still on the clock. Um, also, Alex, I think this could be like a Matthew Bergeron spot from uh Syracuse, somebody who could maybe do kind of a similar role as what they have with Andre Dillard, who could like play guard and tackle be kind of a long for long-term option at either spot. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to trade up for Will Levis, man. You got to get that fifth year option on a quarterback, right? Not if it's, you don't like him. I mean, Malik Willis <laughs> was supposed to go like third overall last year. So. Yeah. Last year's quarterback class was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to kind of recap real quick? I know we sort of did it, but like just general thoughts. Like, are you happy with the pick? I'm just joining live. What's your opinion? I am happy with the pick. Like I, I said, it would be really impossible for them to disappoint me with the pick. Yeah. Um, granted, again, I would have, I like other players more, but I do like the pick. Absolutely. And I, I think you're, I think fans are, okay. I don't want to put, I think you're sort of lying to yourself if you don't like the pick. I yeah. think honestly, because you, you can't demand a yak option for Justin Herbert and for them to take a receiver in round one and then be like, oh, I hate the pick because it wasn't the one I wanted. Like they address the need and a particular yeah. part of their office they don't have and they're helping Justin Herbert. So I, how can I not like that pick? Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. I think that we all would have preferred, you know, one of the edge rushers. And like Miles Murphy, like I told Brentley early on the show, he was my guy. Like he was the one that I wanted. Um, probably even more so than Nolan Smith. But um, I understand it. I can see the vision with him. And again, like I think he's going to be miscast on social media. But if you sit there and really watch his his all 22 tape, I think you're going to understand why the Chargers would like him. I think there's a lot of upside here in terms of his physical traits. And you can really pencil him into a specific role that like Tyler saying, the Chargers did not have. And I know everybody wanted Zay because it was like Zay's like this explosive receiver and like he can he can really elevate the offense and all this stuff. I mean, Quentin Johnson statistically was a, a far better yards after the catch option than Zay Flowers was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had Zay graded higher. I thought his film was better, but I think with Johnson, you're you're t- you're taking a bet on the ceiling here, and you're taking a bet on the yards after catch potential, and. And like Arjun was saying, you're playing the wide receiver board too. So they had their guy. They wanted their guy. They want to go get him. I'm cool with it. I'm glad it wasn't like a defensive tackle or a linebacker or, you know, <laughs> at, that point, at that point in time, if they had taken like Michael Mayer, I would have been disappointed, even though I, I like Michael Mayer as a prospect too. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I'm cool with it. I'm I I'm not in love with it, but I'm cool with it. Um, yeah, I, I said that there were two wide receivers that I would take in the first round. One was Smith and Jigba, who was off the board, and the other one was Quinn Johnston. Um, I just don't believe with the options in this draft that if you really wanted Zay Flowers or you really wanted Jordan Addison, that you couldn't just wait till round two or three. But there's not many. Right. There's not any Quentin Johnstons like in this draft. Like I know right. people want to talk about waiting for Jonathan Mingo. Which I like, I would have been fine with that pick too in round two. There's no guarantee that he's there. Yeah, yeah, he's also only played the slot like his whole career, right? Like I'm, I'm a believer in his upside too. Um, but if the Chargers wanted to take a receiver, I think it was Quinn Johnston or bust at the pick they were at. Um, I, well, we don't know about the medicals with Nolan Smith now. I probably would have preferred Miles Murphy or preferred Nolan Smith, but. Um, if the Chargers, considering the premium, you know, investing in a premium position in the first round, I think is a huge thing. Um, and he has the highest upside out of any of the wide receivers that were in that range. I know the Zay police will be mad at me and, the you know, everyone else with Jordan Addison stuff, too. But um, just thought Quentin Johnson was kind of the highest upside guy uh, out of that group. And I know he has to figure out some stuff with the mechanics, some stuff during the catch, too. But to me... That's a lot more coachable than being 5'9 with a 29 and a half inch catch radius. Yes. It, it just is. It's a lot better than being 5'11, 170, and, you know, being kind of getting owned a little bit in press, which happens to Jordan Addison sometimes. Uh, that is not Quentin Johnston to me. Uh, and to me, when you're going to use him as an offensive weapon, as a yak guy, I just think he was the better fit for this offense and what Kellen Moore is going to do. Um, I get why people are high on Zay. I get why people are high on Addison and some of these other guys too. But um, to me, Quentin Johnson was the only receiver that the Chargers were taking there. I have him as my wide receiver too. After Njigba, I'm fine with the pick. I'm probably the happiest out of the three of us. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm higher on the upside. Uh, Alex, the pick is in. Don't look at the comments. Yeah, just, Alex, just don't look at the comments. Okay, um, here we go. But I think it is funny too. Like people, like whenever Quentin Johnson was like mocked to the Chiefs, it's like holy shit, they can't let this happen. And then it's like, oh, why'd they take Quentin Johnston? Why are you saluting, Howie Roseman? Oh, oh, did they do it? <laughs> oh, is it who I think it is? Here comes Goodell, I think. They really are like milking the whole like let's show off this big ass stage thing with all the drone shots. All right, here's uh, Goodell. Oh, that's cool. Who are these other guys? Content creators who you know from YouTube, Dude Perfect, and Jason and Travis's mom. Donna Kelsey. Why is Dude Perfect up there? Yeah, why? Thank you, Roger. Uh, okay, Miss Donna, I got a question for you. Sure. So when you've got both boys playing in a game on... Just announce the pick. What the Just hell are we doing? Just say the pick. If I wanted to listen to New Heights, I would. I don't want to right now. And it would have been better if they would have brought out New Heights, not... Chiefs on one side and Jason and the Eagles on the other. If your boys are playing at the same time, 
Why is this thing that's happening? Get to the pick. This is the weirdest shit ever. Better than the magician last year. But they did the magician like on a break, not like during a pick. Damn, I forgot about the magician. <laughs> They're just recreating the Georgia defense at this I point. <laughs> oh, Nolan Smith is wearing green socks. Oh, wow. Howie, you magnificent bastard, you. Freaking Howie. Oh, Nicobe Dean is at the Nolan Smith party. Wow. Oh, so they must have. Wow. Mm -hmm. They must have known he was going to fall then. Like, pretty. Huh. Yeah. I All right. Why, I, I just got to wonder why. Like, what I don't understand, because, like, in a vacuum, I can get why Nolan Smith falls. But will McDonald win at 15? <laughs> like, when yeah. Will McDonald goes at 15, I'm thinking, like, okay, this is where all the edge rushers are going. Yeah. But, like, there's no way you can justify to me Will McDonald going 15 picks before Nolan Smith when they're, like, athletically, they're the same type, but Nolan Smith is better. And, like, film-wise, Nolan Smith is better. He's younger. Like, I, just, I don't get it. Yeah, like, if, if you were to take Miles Murphy over Nolan Smith, like, which is what ended up happening, I wouldn't have as much of a problem with that. But Will McDonald over Nolan Smith is just perplexing when it happened. Yeah, Dan Jer Jeremiah just said, I'm dumbfounded at the fact that the Eagles are leaving this first round with both Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and they... Only give up a fourth round in 2024 to get that done. See you in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's nasty. That's that's nasty. All right, Alex. Uh, Tyler and I will wrap this up, and then we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. So appreciate it. Um, we'll uh, we'll see you then. Hope you had a All great right. time with see the Eagles. See you, boys. Great draft. Quinn Johnson's going to be a good pick. You can take it from me. There you go. There you go. Um, all right, so Chiefs on the board here, pick 31 as we are uh, wrapping up the first round. Tyler, what are you uh, thinking with the uh, Chiefs here at 31? Something sick like Joey Porter Jr. To go oh, God, with a, I forgot to, he's still on the board. To oh pair with a blitz-heavy defense and just a guy who can jam and press the line and disrupt God. the timing. I mean, come on, man. They need that too because all their corners are small. Well, yeah, and we just took Quentin Johnson. So go get Joey Porter. Or I guess you can go Brent's too. Um, yeah, I mean, geez, they have they're sitting here with Jordy Porter Jr. Um, and I would once again like that is that is outstanding if he goes. So no Nolan Smith, no Miles Murphy in, in round two. There's that. Brian Branch still available. They don't need oh, a center. Branch would be good for them too. Uh, yeah. Tom Telesco is doing his press conference apparently right now. Um, Lindsay Theory tweeting out, quote, he's big, strong, and fast, has a great work ethic that we love. He has some physical characteristics that we think can add to our offense in a different role. So, again, this is yeah. not a Mike Williams replacement to me. This is like a yes. different kind of player. No, it, it, it's Josh Palmer replaces someone next year. Quentin Johnston plays a role that's dissimilar to either Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. Like He's the Quentin Johnston role. There's no role that they have right now. And they have not had someone like that since Tyrell. Um, that's a great point. 
That's a great point. Terrible. I uh, I know like my initial reaction was kind of harsh, but I'm 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 cool with the pick. Yeah, th- that's where I'm at. Like it's it's a solid pick for now that can go either way. And I'm hoping that with Justin Herbert, with this line, with Kellen Moore, right. that this becomes the pick where we go, geez, like he fell to 21. Yeah. Um, you know, if yeah, there was, I, if they only wanted to go offense too, I mean, it, it was really just Zay, Addison, Johnston, American Cade, and two of those players don't fit their, pro, you know, prototype. And Kincaid, I can understand if you're, you know, the age and the medicals. So, you know. Yeah, I think also, too, like people will continue to, to point out the drops, but that's something you can work on, you know? Like he, his own wide receiver coach that he's training in the offseason and said that they've been, you know, focusing in on that and their and his ability to, you know, fix those concentration jobs. Because it's not like, to me, it's not like he, uh, you know, has a certain necessarily like bad technique or something like that. It's more so like concentration drops for me. And I think you can you can figure that out. And maybe he's not your wide receiver one because of that issue. But mm-hmm. right now you don't need him to be. You're still going to have Keenan Allen dominating targets. Mike Williams, Josh Palmer going to get some targets. Austin Eckler. So the Chargers aren't going to need Quentin Johnston to be an immediate in wide receiver one. Whereas mm-hmm. the Ravens, like Zay Flowers might be their wide receiver one. Like yeah. if we're being real. You know, uh, Jordan Addison might be the wide receiver one uh, in on that team, too. So, you know, with with Johnston, like you're able to give him some leeway. He's able to kind of figure it out. And like I was talking about earlier, I think you can give him some uh, short routes, have him focus in on that. You're not going to give him a, a, a fully expanded route tree right away. Mm-hmm. So this is a really great spot for him to land. And this is definitely a situation where you're betting on traits. Yeah, and there was no sh- – with JSN gone, and you could argue with him, there was no player that steps in immediately and is like, this is your Jamar Chase. Like, this is your best receiver. So, right. you know, if you're going to have a, a situation where, at best, this receiver is wide receiver three, you I guess you you do want to go with the one who, one, is, is the physical size that you're comfortable with, and two, has the upside. Yeah. So you, you let him work, you let him sit. Um, we'll see. And like Alex was saying, you you can't teach the things that he has in this class. Right. And that's why I had him at wide receiver two initially. Again, that changed, but it was the it's the upside. And so now it's just up to the Chargers to make sure it goes in the right direction. So I mean, it is reassuring, honestly, that if one of Keenan Allen or Mike Williams gets hurt, you have Quentin Johnson, Josh Palmer, and Jalen Guyton all able to do different things like you have your route runner you have your jump ball guy you have your yak guy you have sort of a tweener with josh palmer and you have jalen guyton your speed guy like that's about as well-rounded as they've been in a while in terms of high-end talent so i mean honestly that sounds a lot like the 2018 receiver room yeah yeah totally um the tyrell travis benjamin and please be more like tyrell than travis benjamin uh, Benjamin was more like your Jalen Guyton type, though, right? Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, so pick is in for the Chiefs. Okay, I'm gonna turn off the comments. Chiefs fans are doing their annoying ass chomp. 
All right, can we get the Super Bowl trophies out of here? And there's like a third one too next to it. I'm like, what are we doing? Well, the good news is more receivers went than running backs. <laughs> which was the story of the evening that I was tracking the most. Yeah. So I bet this this would have been a cool place to go see the draft. It's just like everything, like the setup is really cool. Yeah. All right, Chiefs, what are you doing? They love their drone shots with all this too. Um, I see the uh, spe- the super chat from uh, Dark Boson three six nine. We'll get to that after the Chiefs pick here, if it ever happens. This is a long lead up. They're doing some announcement or whatever. That's such a cheap stick. Yeah. yeah. Local yep. kid, too. Totally. Makes sense. Good player. Solid player. Fits what they want. I, I totally understand that one. I feel like the Chiefs are pretty easy to mock for. Yeah, it seems like that now for defensive line, for sure. Um, do you want to know what Quentin Johnson averaged in terms of yards per attempt last year as a runner? Yards per attempt as a runner? As a rusher, yeah, he had three like attempts. a ball in his hand, like a ball carrier. Yes. What was it? Uh, three rushes for negative seven yards and two fumbles. Oh shit, <laughs> Tyler! <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could. I swore I could remember him like doing a jet sweep and taking it. For Me like too. Yards. I'm sure he can, and it's not fair to just look at the stats because maybe his blocking stunk, or it was a busted play, or whatever. Jeez. Um. Yeah, so eight carries at TCU in total for eight yards, two touchdowns, and three fumbles. Wow. Okay, so Dark Boson with the super chat wants to know how much of a deep threat is QJ also special teams ability? Um, I don't think you're really drafting a first round receiver to play him on special teams a bunch. Um, so that's that's yeah. probably Palmer's role going forward. Yeah, that's fascinating. Palmer's. Well, actually, I lied. His rookie season, I thought Palmer was excellent in training camp um, when it came to be a, a gunner. I think it was like him and Zant were playing special teams as the gunners, and it was really, really solid. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't see him playing on special teams a bunch. Um, I think that's Palmer. I think that's mm-hmm. uh, Guyton if he's healthy. 
maybe they take another receiver, you know, down the road. In terms of his deep threat ability, I want to say he was like second in the class in, in average depth of target, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I can look that up. That would be a great. Um, Dark Boson asking about punt return. Yeah, he's not he's not a returner. I don't think he has any experience in that regard. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're going to have to find their return man in a different way. Um, in terms of his deep threat ability, I like his deep threat ability, but you're just you're not going to ask him to do like contested catch situations. Like I think they, at least under Lombardi, they really like to have that uh, delayed rollout, throw it deep over on the uh, on the opposite side, and those could sometimes be some contested catch situations. I don't know if he fits into that kind of role, um, but he definitely can run posts. He can run corners. He can run go yeah. balls. Like I just think you have to do it the right way as opposed to like putting him as on as an X on the, on an Island. I don't think that's his, his strength, but he yeah. definitely can be a, a, a valuable deep throw for sure. Okay. So here's the caveat or the thing. So he's 50th in average depth of target in the class, but there's, that's like the 20% snap cutoff. So that's 50th out of 141. You also have to consider that they threw him a ton of screens. So like trying to get a dot, like I would, I would have to like, break it up or something or maybe just look at deep throws only in a dot but then that's clearly going to be higher so i mean 50th in the class in a dot but this is a guy who i mean they manufactured screens for him all the time or shallow crossers yeah. so yeah it, it's not like the most fair thing yeah i think overall like we're what we were hoping for with jonathan mingo at 54 like you're 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 taking that same kind of role at 21 like you're He's your guards after the catch guy screens. I, I would assume he improves on jet sweeps. Uh, maybe you get a little bit more creative with him. Um, but again, slants, drags. Like I feel like I'm repeating myself, but there's a vision here for Quentin Johnson to be a very valuable player. And like there, people will point to like the Mike Williams play against the Raiders where he like ran kind of that like deep slant. And then um, it was like at the end of the game. So Michael Williams. Oh, yeah. Cast. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I forget his name. The, the safety from the Raiders tracked him down. Yeah. With Quentin Johnston, maybe that's a touchdown. Like th- that's the kind of difference here you're talking about. You know, I think Mike Williams is definitely not a slow wide receiver by any means. Mm-hmm. But Quentin Johnston, I think, is is faster. So, um, yeah, again, you're just getting a different kind of player here that they don't have. And uh, long term wise, like you're, you feel pretty good about the wide receiver room too. Yeah. Hmm. One thing I do want to bring up for tomorrow are the prototype things. Sorry, that's kind of like a random tangent here. No, you're good. But I mean, I, I'm not. It's funny because we didn't talk about Johnson as a as a pick here for the Chargers, even though. Yeah, we really did it. Face. Um. Although, well, okay. Technically, we sort of did but as a trade back uh spot but anyway uh johnson obviously fitting more of their prototype if we're looking for edge in round three so you're not surprised right when they go you know johnson over zay and addison for those wondering the guys who fit that are left isaiah foskey Derek hall those are probably your two guys that actually fit the best and are available and should go at that point um into your defensive line out of Ware, dexter pickens wooden uh benton so again they could totally go that there tight end the big one that i think would be okay just like i'm sort of trying to imagine here i do think that luke musgrave if they're trying to go with a certain kind of offense 
yeah would be uh something else because Musgrave at 54 after you go Johnston that'd be a lot of fun you can throw that shit down the field is what you can yeah. do yeah um hmm. the, the, the Kincaid was the only tight end Michael Mayer didn't go so this or that tight end, this tight end class that's insanely stacked like you're gonna get a, a lot of great depth to show up here I'm very curious because of that position, because of the cornerback position in particular. I mean, Joey Porter Jr. could be the first pick tomorrow to the Steelers. That that was commonly mocked at 17 for them. So now Oof. they could just take him in the first, but with the first pick of the second round, I should say. Um, so, yeah, man, like there's a great cornerback potential here. There's great tight end potential. Again, one tight end going was, was definitely, I think, I think the over-under was two and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Everybody kind of figured Kincaid and Mayer would go and only Kincaid went. So um, a lot of fun there. Um, do want to address the situation, the question here, not situation question from wrong speedy uh, asking if Quentin Johnston is wide receiver four. what are your thoughts there, Tyler? I think we're going to hear that there's kind of a competition or something, but like, I mean, Brandon face, I was starting over at Santos jr. In camp. And then he was cut by the end of the preseason. So, like, <laughs> I think they're, I, I, I think they should give Palmer some run and see what he can do because I have seen Josh Palmer play and I have seen him put up over 100 yards and two touchdowns on the Chiefs in a game. So, I, I do think it's worth exploring. It's interesting because. I don't remember how much Mike Williams played in his rookie season, but I think he ended up with like 95 yards, which I, I swear, I hope that's not going to be the case for Quentin Johnston, but I don't know. I do not think he's wide receiver four. I think he's wide receiver three, but I also think Josh Palmer will put up a fight. Yeah. I would say this is probably like a Guyton Palmer situation as from like 2021. Um, sure. If you really look at the snap count from that year, Palmer and Guyton were like 50-50 split down the middle in terms of wide receiver three and wide receiver four. So, like, worst case scenario for Quentin Johnson is that he's 3B. Like, he's going to play a lot. Like, you're not drafting a person at 21 who's not going to play. Like, if he's healthy, he's going to be out there. And so, I think basically, like, the vision is you have Mike Williams as, as your X, Keenan's your slot. Quentin Johnson is your Z and then Josh Palmer can fill in, right? If somebody's hurt, if they need a break, he can fill in. Um, I've seen a lot of like the, the comments of like the wide receiver usage. I think this is also a good thing because you have legitimately four guys that you can really go out there and play at a high level. And they trust Jalen Guyton, presumably more so than like maybe this, the last year would indicate. So I think worst case scenario is Quentin is, is wide receiver three B but he's not four. I, I think there's going to be like at, at worst, like a 50, 50 split at wide receiver three. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Do you want to get to that super chat question before we, yes, it is nine o'clock. So we've been going here for four hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, been a great show and I uh, hope you, hopefully you guys enjoyed it this year. So uh, Zach Pearson, super proud of you guys. Been a listener since day one, Patreon member for life. Appreciate that. He says, don't listen to the haters. He wants to know who's your ideal pick in round two. If you could trade up, who would you try and snag? Um, okay, so if you're asking me who I would trade up for, it's it's Joey Porter Jr. by a good mile. Um, yeah. I think that's 
I, I'm, I'm shocked that he's it's not like he's a really really good corner like asante samuel jr but there's oh he's like shorter smaller like joey porter jr is your prototype at the position in terms of size so i'm really surprised here um i mean realistically brian branch obviously mm-hmm. um in terms of trade up but my, my dream pick at this point and and trying to be realistic it's it's really just one of the tight ends um i think that there's a trio here that's really good and i, I think would fit you know the chargers pretty well so um I don't know, Darius Rush, Cam Smith, maybe. I, I really think if the medicals are fine, I think Darnell Washington, Luke Musgrave are my ideal fits here for the Chargers, too. Because like I, I don't think Laporta is going to be that for them. Yeah, there were some uh, rumblings this week that a couple teams have failed Darnell Washington's physicals. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know what the situation there is. He certainly looked fine at the combine, um, <laughs> you know, when he was running yeah. a 4 6, whatever. Um, yeah, I think tight end at 54 makes a lot of sense with this group. I mean, Sam Laporta, I think they would probably prefer more of a blocker. Um, so Luke Musgrave, Sam Laporta would be really cool. Um, to me, like my highest graded possibilities, like dream scenario, would be, like you said, Joey Porter Jr. Um, I was significantly higher on Darius Rush than anybody else. He outside of Porter, he's my highest graded player remaining um that at least would be a fit for the chargers so rush would be a cool pick for me um edge rusher wise uh bj ojalari is my highest graded edge one thing that i've thought a lot about in this specific draft class and we'll see where he ends up going but the chargers have done a lot of homework on like tweener defensive tackle edge rusher types that are like late round guys. Mm-hmm. So if Adetamiwa Adeboare is there at 54, that's a very tempting pick. That's a very, very tempting pick. So he might go earlier. I mean, we just saw the two defensive tackles go or, yeah, and uh, Kalaja Kansi earlier. But Adeboare was, is a very tempting player for me on uh, in second round. Yeah, and he's not a true fit at either spot in terms of like he has college reps at his like he he was only a defensive tackle and he played defensive tackle and he got all sets of defensive tackle like no it's kind of like Jartavius Martin you're trying to project him inside as that guy rather than as the edge rusher that he was so um yeah Adeboare would be awesome and again as we talk about prototypes Adeboare 100% fits exactly what they want a, a little bit lighter um but the arm length is there and arm length is huge for them so and then super athletic so um, yeah. I asked I asked Arjun and Alexis yesterday, do you think Morgan Fox's contract and the way he played and all that is above, like, is it impossible that he would be replaced by a second-round pick? Not replaced. A second-round pick would start over him. Start over him, I would say you're still probably starting Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had drafted a defensive tackle in the first round, I think that would have been yeah. different. But I think in the second round... I think you can, I think Adebari can be a rotational piece, like similar vein as Otito Bonia was last year. Yeah. Okay. That'd be a fun but one. The Chargers need more interior pass rush. And um, I think at some point they will address that kind of position. So. Yeah. There we go. 
cool. All right, we had a, another super chat from Zach. Appreciate him uh, and everybody else so much. He says, thanks for staying up uh, late for us listeners hustling on a second job for their family. And we uh, appreciate you guys. This has been a, a great turnout. Um, I think we almost had like 800 viewers in here when the Chargers were picking. So that was that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, and we've, we've stuck pretty consistently around 300 and 400-ish. So um, this has been a great night, man. And I know some people will disagree with the pick and be, uh, you know, upset about everything. But I do think this is going to work out for the Chargers ultimately. Um, and we're going to be live tomorrow as well. We're going to have a lot of fun tomorrow with some so more guests. Excited. Um, tomorrow for me is like really where this, this draft gets a lot of fun. Although this first round was pretty crazy, man. Like this was one of the crazier first rounds that I can remember. Mm -hmm. Um, Tyler, any final thoughts before we head out? That's how I felt, man. Like I just wanted to get through the first round because it's like, okay, they're probably going to take a player. I like it's almost guaranteed because there's so many good ones and they did. Now we get into round two and round three, which, you know, can be scary sometimes as well. If you're a Chargers fan, you know what round three is like, but. Like <laughs> this is the part of the draft that's really fun and really good. You know, these are where the my guys really are. You know, yeah. so round two, round three, they go out and get themselves one heck of a solid defensive back or defensive. Like, there's so many players again that I would be really happy with in round two, round three. So just keep addressing the positions that you need. Keep addressing this the depth of the draft, and I think you're gonna come out at the end of all of this with a solid draft. Um, I, I'm really excited. I can't wait. Round two, like tomorrow is my favorite. as the day I was looking forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. That's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, again, want to thank our guests that showed up tonight. Uh, Billy Marshall, Daniel Harms, uh, Brentley Weissman, as well as Shane Carter. So uh, appreciate all of them. Hopefully you guys enjoy the, the guests this tonight. We're going to have a lot more fun guests tomorrow as well. So Tyler, Arjun, Alex, as always, appreciate all of you guys uh, as well. And we'll see you tomorrow.